Ryan, Trista, and Nick are back on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Don't worry, that was supposed to be a Calvin Ridley touchdown, but, uh, you know, just another technical issue. Can there I do it go. myself? You can do it yourself. Calvin Ridley gets yep. in the end zone. He was suspended at one point for gambling. Now he's gambling on the end zone. There you go. We'll he's cashing That's his what checks. We yeah. What's the money line on Calvin Ridley? Anytime touchdown. I bet he knows. Jackpot. I don't know. That was really... actually better than the call we couldn't get. Thank you. New yes. computer, same result. Just I like new so ownership, scary. same result for the Commanders. There you go. That has nothing to do, of course. We've already seen the Commanders lose. But we got another London game two weeks in a row. This is... You know what? I I can't stand the fact that the NFL is still like in the back of their mind, like kind of pushing the maybe the idea of having a team in London. But in reality... Can't do it, man. The, the Jags staying there two weeks in a row is about as close as they should go, and I kind of like this idea, which makes you look at this and go... Do they do they have the a little bit of an advantage here? Jet lag can be a real thing, and they know what it's like to play over there. It's a good question because that's the one. That, like I was like, I wonder who this favors, right? Coming mm-hmm. into this week, this is what I started to think about two weeks ago. Is it Jacksonville because they've been there, or is it Buffalo because at least like for the last two weeks they've been able to sleep in their own bed? I mean, Jacksonville. Yeah. I always talk about this when I'm on vacation. I could live on vacation, but the only thing I start to miss like day four, day five. It doesn't matter how comfortable the bed is. I miss my own bed. I'm right there I have with to be you. My I own totally bed. get it. Wonder if any of these guys, maybe Trevor Lawrence, has that same issue. But his no, ten foot wide bed that you know. I, I, I think it. I think it favors. I think it favors the Jags. I. But going well, back, let me early, ask you this: If the bill, if this was in Buffalo as opposed to London, the Jags would be more than five and a half point dogs. It would be close to... I think it'd be closer to a touchdown. Which is crazy, because these are two Probably, teams that are yes. both favored to win their division. Six like, and a half to seven and a half, so it feels right. Shows you where the AFC South is right now. Yeah. How Jacksonville's looked so far this season, sitting there at 500. But, yeah. Uh, really quick, though. If there were, if there was going to be a team in London, I think last night's game should have decided that. Like, loser was sent to London. And unfortunately... <laughs> yeah, it would have been the commanders. It's, but it's, the, it's a year-by-year <laughs> basis, actually. It's just yeah. a rotating team that lives in London. Relegation? Yes, yes relegation. that's I the like relegation. Soccer. I have always yes. been a supporter of relegation You play in the NFL. all the same NFL games, but you have to do it with jet lag yeah. when you come to the States. <laughs> yeah. and Your London, punishment is jet lag. Yes. London will just be happy to have you. You guys see the people in the stands. There's Jacksonville jerseys. There's Packer jerseys. There's Raider jerseys. They just want football. They're just here for the NFL. They're, they're just like logo jerseys. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Rob Lowe with the NFL hat. With the hat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, though, I wonder how much it's about football for them, American football, or it's just about it being an event. Right? Like, how many people here when a Premier League team comes and plays at FedEx Field, which is kind of near us, where the commanders play? They always have Premier League teams. Like, how many people actually go because they care about that team? And how many go just so they can say that they went? That's a good question. Mm. Probably like 50-50. I, 60 probably. I think there's a lot that just want to say, oh, we're going to see the Jacksonville Jaguars this game. Cute little, this cute little team. I think it's Jaguars. Uh, ja- ja- Jaguars. Jaguars is how you say it. Jaguars is how they say it in America. Yeah, we're so. queuing for us to get into this. Did, did you know, Trista, they have swimming pools in their stadium it's there? It's insane. Where is Jacksonville? Is that in Mississippi? It's, I just don't Where's understand. Where's Mississippi? Exactly. Exactly. Well, at least they're and getting then they like say, good... hello, Gavna. No, they don't. Do at least that. we're Maybe giving them good games now, like yeah. last week. I mean, not that that was the best game ever, but they're getting Buffalo and Jacksonville. Remember back in the day, these games that would be in London, it'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But now we're gonna give you Raiders. It's gonna be a good one, man. Um, I got one thing in this game. 
But I don't really like the side of the total. Do you guys in this one? Because no. you know no. how I feel about Buffalo. I play no. all the Buffalo Super Bowl futures. I'm all in on the Bills, but five and a half. Feels like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the, do you guys, what do you think about this one? The one angle that I like is, and maybe you say the jet lag doesn't fully set in until you're there a few days. I know when I go to the other side of the world, the first couple of days I'm running on adrenaline, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm going on their time zone. Everything's good. Uh, Bills are still 4-0 against the spread in the first half. So I think that's the one angle I could end up betting. I don't have any faith in the Jags to be able to score against this pass rush. They're fourth in passing yards allowed. They're ninth in red zone scoring. We know that this offense right now, very mid, especially running the ball, 22nd in rush offense for DVOA. So probably would be the only thing that I would do. I continue to like... Stephon Diggs receptions. I think he's going to con- continue to be fed because that's the dynamic between him and Josh Allen. I like Dalton Kincaid over three and a half receptions at plus 110. I think he can get four targets in the middle of the field, right? I think he can get four four receptions. So that's probably all I would do, though. You got anything in this one? So the only thing that I would consider is, yeah, I would go look at like a Dalton Kincaid because the Bills offense is averaging almost six yards a play. Jags giving up about 5.4 yards a play. They're 22nd in the NFL in yards per play. So you can get some big plays there. Even if you're not yeah. necessarily getting a ton of the targets, you're still getting the opportunities for some of those big plays. And the Jags defense isn't like it's not giving us what we need. And you mentioned that even from a fantasy perspective, when you talk about Dalton Kincaid, the fantasy points, the Jags defense allowing the second most fantasy yes. points to tight ends. 23 and, receptions for 261 yeah. yards. And I think that that's important to look at. Like as now the season, we've gotten more of our sample sizes. When you look at where teams rank in terms of the points they allow or the points they get from a fantasy perspective, you go in and you target the props market there, too, and there's certainly opportunities for that. Yeah, I got one in this one. Uh, I'm going to go Christian Kirk over 56.5 mm-hmm. receiving yards, which is over at BetMGM right now, minus 115. The receptions are 5.5. They're plus money. I kind of like that, too. Um, but I'm going to go with just the receiving yards because that could be like three, four receptions. You know, the Jags' yeah. offense right now, they've been – pretty good on early downs they're struggling right now on like late downs known passing downs and the reason I like Kirk so Zay Jones did get in a limited practice he's going to be questionable last time we saw him he did have five catches but I don't know how healthy he's going to be and he's going against this Bills defense even without Trey White right now Mm -hmm. we talk about the pass rush every week third in pass rush win rate and they're only 30th in blitz rate meaning they're getting natural pressure dropping more guys back in coverage so I don't know how big of a loss Trey White will be obviously like a big loss but I think they'll be just fine Obviously, you're going against a really good passing attack in Buffalo, but Calvin Ridley has been getting a bunch of safety help over the top, and that's the only reason I don't want to play his props. I know. I feel like we haven't gotten the production out of him we wanted to. He was kind of my go-to at the beginning of the season, yeah. and now it's like, you know what? I'm not. I'm just not comfortable with that. Yeah, like maybe like any times I still like because he's such a, I mean, he's such a good red zone mm-hmm, target. He's mm-hmm. not the biggest guy. Good route runner, though. But with the safety help coming over in the top in this game from Buffalo, I'm going to go with Kirk because also Jamal Agnew also out in this game Mm -hmm. as well, too. So that's what I like. I like Christian Kirk over 56.5 receiving yards. I would lean probably Jacksonville at this number. They've been there. I mean, not that like their season's on the line or anything like that, but they're sitting there at 2-2. Bill's kind of feeling themselves after beating the hell out of Miami. This is tough. This is like a tough travel game for them. Um, Total seems about right. I would lean over. And uh, I'm going to roll with, though, um, the, uh, sorry, the Christian Kirk prop. Over 56 and a half. Be one fun, too. 9.30 a.m. start, which would be nice. I think the one other prop that I might lean, just because it's hit almost every week this season, James Cook over um, 
76 and a half passing and receiving yards. Yeah, and he's or obviously pass, geez, rushing and rushing receiving, receiving yards. You know yeah. what I meant. Yeah. yeah, he's obviously more involved in the offense. You can yeah. never go wrong, like you guys said, with Dalton Kincaid. I think they're going to involve him more in the offense. Mm-hmm. They're already run, running a bunch of two tight end sets. It's all about just getting him more targets and you know him becoming more familiar with the offense. But there's a reason why he was drafted so early. Sure. I don't think there's any question. All right, the Texans are 2-2. Two and two, The Falcons are 2-2. Two and two. The game's in Atlanta. Falcons, one and a half point favorites. Totals 41 and a half. This is one of those one, one of the many uh, 1 p.m. Eastern kickoffs. And we know the difference, right? We've talked about Desmond Ritter. My God, Desmond yeah. Ritter at home is actually a decent quarterback. 4-0, completing 68% of his passes. Four touchdowns, one pick. And then there's the road, which he's not going to be on, which is an advantage. He's 0-4, completing 58% of his passes. One touchdown, two picks. He's not good on the road. So the Texans have actually allowed quarterbacks to complete passes at almost 72% when they're on the road, okay? So when the Texans are on the road, teams are just, like, they're just not good defending the pass when they're on the road. Quarterbacks just light them up right now. So, you know, something to at least obviously consider here is, is just that, like, I know it's crazy, but does Desmond Ritter have a bounce-back game here knowing that his his starting job may be on the line? I'm not betting it. I have one bet in this, and it's Bijan Robinson rushing and receiving yards because he had, what, 135 last week, was over 100 yards. In fact, it's even worth just going and betting Bijan Robinson 100-plus rushing yards. I'm not touching Desmond Ritter, but it is something to think about. Yeah, I just don't really like anything in this game. You look at Atlanta, defensively through the air, they're pretty good, right? They're only allowing 176.3 passing yards per game. Yeah, I would lean looking at some C.J. Stroud, maybe attempts. Mm -hmm. The line is very sharp. You're looking at Falcons, minus one and a half. You know, it's kind of, it's like basically, to me, a pick-em. Minus 125 for the Falcons. Uh, on the money line and plus 105 for the Texans on the money uh, on the money line, which was like minus 105 earlier today when I was doing the prep. So uh, there's nothing really that I like. I don't feel compelled to bet anything in particular. Maybe lean the over, but probably not. Staying away from this one? I think so. I might look more into some props, but yeah. Like I said, Atlanta's defensive, uh, you know, defense through the air has been actually pretty good. Their fifth best yeah, in Jesse the NFL. Bates yeah, Jesse Bates has up. been big. Three picks already. Yeah. God, dude, you know the Bengals miss him right now. Yeah, and that's why, like, I just think this is a little bit of an overreaction. And I feel really good about the Texans, like, moving forward, right? I mean, C.J. Stroud, they've hung 37 and 30 the last two weeks. you got to feel good about the offense. His pro yep. football focus grade is crazy ahead of uh, Desmond Ritter, but I just think there's going to be a short leash on Ritter, and like you said, Nick, the split's much better at home. I think he's going to feel much more comfortable at home, and if he's playing like crap, they'll pull him, and they'll put Heineke in, and then I'll feel good. I think they're going to be able to run the ball, even against this Texans defense. Like you said, C.J. Stroud has been balling out, but that is a pretty good secondary for Atlanta. They spent a bunch of money on that defense, and I'm over on the win total. This is one that we're going to need, so really small play on Atlanta for me. Money line minus 125, or... uh, You know, you go with the one and a half, which is price minus 115. I'll just pay the extra juice just for the victory in case this is like a weird 28-27 game or something weird like that. But uh, give me Atlanta here. With Jesse Bates lingering out there, though, C.J. Stroud has not thrown an interception yet this year. Plus 115 for his Mm. first interception of the season. On the road. Tougher place to mm-hmm. play. Yeah. You I could would, get that at plus 115 at BetMGM. I'd maybe look at something hate that. like that. Bijan anytime I think is a good look. Yeah. Like, his yeah. touches every single week keep going up. I worry a little bit, like for me being a Tyler Algier guy, a fantasy guy, mm-hmm. I might cut him soon. I think his touches are going to continue to go down. Even as like the goal line, red zone back, you just don't He'd draft the really running back. He'd be really someone good for, for someone to pick up, yeah. right, that needs a running back as well. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten to the point, like Bijan Robinson, you're going to draft him that high. You're looking at a guy you expect to be your every 
every down. 20, 25 touches a game. I mean, that's yeah. and that's what it should be. If you're going to make that, if you're going to make that pick, that's what it should be. That's what they expected. I think we're starting to kind of see it materialize in that way now, where they can run the ball with a lot of different weapons, but yeah. like. Just go with the best. Go with like I know a lot of people don't have that workhorse running back anymore, but this is one of the guys that you can actually do that with, and especially when they're a rookie, right? They're young. Yeah, they're if you're cheap. gonna use a top this five pick out you of that. You gotta give them the ball. You gotta do it like right now. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Not to right see. now, but right now. Right now, like right right now. Like this second. Right this very second. I kind of do want to see Taylor Heineke get out there. Not gonna lie. So we have the the revenge game against the Commanders. All right, we look more at Week Five in the NFL next. Bet MGM tonight. Nick, Trista, and Ryan are taking a short break. Stay tuned because there's plenty more to come on BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Would be Jimmy.